When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The KSR Football Podcast is back, and as always, we're presented by our good friends at Justice Dental. They've got two locations in Lexington, Blazer Parkway, Wellington Way. Schedule an appointment by visiting justicedental.com or by calling 859-543-0700. You can also send a text to that number, and they'll get in touch with you, hook you up. Do it today. Visit Justice Dental and get looking as good as our friend Drew Franklin. How's it going, Drew? Long time no see. Drew Franklin's here. Adam Luckett's here. Freddie Maggard. We're back. I got to tell you. I got to tell you, boys. I'm excited about this one. I don't know why. I mean, I always like doing this, but it's been so long. As we get to it, we got Nashville coming up. Nick, you and Adam just had a vacation. Hadn't heard from you all in a while. Just, Just excited to be here all around. The vacation. Wait, oh. I'm on you. oh, we're killing it. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but um, <laughs> we are very excited because the whole crew is heading to Nashville next week for SEC Media Days. It's Freddie's favorite place in the world, um, mm. and we get to go back to where, really, I, I think you found your love of football was in uh, Vanderbilt Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's a that's a great place. Um, no, my last experience there was not very good. My knee was about six sizes its normal uh, where it should have been. I couldn't walk. Pain. I had to walk up and down those concrete steps. We lost. It was cold. It's just not good. I did have a good experience there one time though because. That's when uh, we locked down a winning season my sophomore year with a vent, with a win at Vanderbilt. Oh. But I am excited to go because I don't hate uh, Nashville any longer because of Tyler uh, lives there and I'm not allowed to hate it. So I don't. <laughs> I love Nashville. Well, we got the whole gang going down next week for SEC Media Days. Um, and what this is – it does feel like uh, I think the, the the excitement we're getting from Drew is it's just you've been kind of treading water and this is football season's back. It's here as soon as SEC Media Days kicks off. Yeah, it's a nice shift. We were talking about recruiting a lot here in the last month. That was month month and a half. You're talking about the future now. You're you're in the present, right? You get to talk about this season. What's going to happen this season? Um, it's kind of an unofficial kickoff, I think, for a lot of people. SEC is the first media day, so it's kind of the unofficial start for the season. And you can now – we've been projecting a long time, feels like. Now those projections are about to about to become real, and now we're going to be able to react to real games, stuff that really happened on a Saturday in a stadium in Kroger Field or um, another stadium across the SEC. So that, that, that in itself is exciting. 
Well, we're going to touch on a few storylines we'll expect to cover, what you can expect from us, and much more. But as Drew said, uh, Luck and I did take a little time off, go on vacation. Uh, I did a little bachelor party. And, and I'm curious, though, what – I'm just curious. Like, if you have the ideal setup, Freddie, for vacation, it's like, all right, you got a week. Where are you going and what you doing? What's like, I need to check this off for Freddie Maggard's vacation uh, checklist. Well, I think I'm the only one that's not been on vacation yet, right? Drew went to Colorado. You two mm-hmm. went to Florida, if I'm not mistaken. My vacation is coming up first week of August, and I'm going where else? To Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the – I mean, I love that state. I'm going to the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, and I'm going to go down, and I'm going to have to got two books to take, and I'm going to read and relax and take in some fine dining and then get ready to charge my batteries and get back and get after it. So what, what's what's the top of the fine dining? Are you doing? Uh, there's 25 uh, restaurants where I'm going in this resort. So, uh, and also, gentlemen, there is a sports book there. So I'm going to bet on random baseball games like ball strike or whatever. And I'm going to place future bets on Kentucky and whomever. So uh, it's an MGM resort. So I'm excited down in Biloxi. Get down there by myself, relax, and uh, get charged up. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking two sets of clothes. Workout clothes because I'm taking my gloves and I'm going to work out, right? And then my dinner sports book clothes. And that's going to be one outfit and then my swim trunks. That's it. I'm taking a duffel bag. That's it. I'm going to relax, have a good time, and and get away because, I mean, seriously, I mean, we all, from now until January, it's six, seven days a week, and it's it's grinding. So I know it seems fun what we do, but it it is a job also. No, we're not working in the coal mines like my whole family did besides me. But it's still a lot of time for us. So I just need to get away and, and kind of relax for a few days. And where else better to do it than my favorite state other than Kentucky, the great state of Mississippi? Well, Freddie, you mentioned coal mines. Before, um, I took my, my, my best friend, my childhood best friend down to Charleston. We had to go through your neck of the woods. He had yeah. never seen some of the greatest sights along uh, 25E, so we got to go to the first Colonel Sanders Cafe. Yeah. We went to Chain Rock. I showed him how yeah. that rock is being held up. I mean, it, it was it was wonderful. Um, and the other thing I did, too, that I hadn't done before, and look, and I know you get a little bit of this while visiting the in-laws, vacation golf. That was, um, that was quite a doozy. I would put that at number two vacation activity right behind body surfing in the ocean because, I mean, shredding some gnar out there is just the best of the best, especially when you can show the surfers how it's really done. Did you hear gnar this weekend on the, at the beach? You just decided to say it on the podcast. <laughs> I, I might have said shredding gnar, you know, a dozen times. I just I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. I noticed on your trip you were a big uh, sunglasses indoors guy. Uh, did that help with uh, the headaches? Or I just saw some photos of you having a good time. Never had you as a sunglasses indoors guy. Well, I'm old, so like I, I don't know how to be cool, and so I, I that, that was. <laughs> At I'm, least you're I'm, honest. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, at, I'm at bars with a bunch of 23 and 24 year olds, and I I, I just didn't want to be the old guy, right? So uh, we threw on some, I, some yellow tinted sunglasses. I feel that every work. time I every time I go to Georgia, it's just like, man, this is awesome. But I feel 
old as heck right now. <laughs> so old. Oh man, I, I've recently reached, reached the age of like, black socks with these. Oh yeah, would that top <laughs> it off? Why not? Black knee socks. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? There's no fashion rules after 2020. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yeah, I so I gotta roll the dice, um, but I, I I did enjoy some time off um, in the sun. Are you are you more of a beach guy, Drew, or was the mount did the mountains call you this time for good? Well, I'm a always like to do something new outside of New York because I always go there once a year for a weekend. But every vacation I try to do something completely different. And Colorado was awesome this year. It was really one of the most amazing things I've ever done, but I'm, I'm missing a beach. So even though I just had that vacation, to answer your question, I need sand and, and some ocean and some sunshine. So it's like I had a vacation and I already need another one because I wasn't near a body of water. Didn't, didn't feel right. I've got some sand in my car, if you want to borrow <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I'm yeah. it with me to Nashville. I'm excited uh, about our little that, – that's my real vacation. It's just a little time away with you guys. Work vacation. There yeah. you go. I got to say, um, getting us in an Airbnb uh, together is going to be quite the experience. Uh, because we have been juggling. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, last year, Luckett was having a baby. Not, That's right. You, you weren't, you know, but your wife was. Uh, I was in the room. Yeah. Right, right. Counts for something. <laughs> but it feels like there's um, – th- this is going to be – it's different, right? Because Freddie, when we started going way back in the day, it was you sit in the the Hoover Hotel, and I, you know, I liked it, right? It was nice, it was comfortable, but they're turning every, you know, they're turning this into a traveling roadshow. So we're we're making it a traveling roadshow. It's going to be in Nashville for the first time, and um, we we also are going to get to we're going to get to check out a free concert. Freddie, are are you a fan of the band Midland? Have you ever been to the middle of the land? Is this a mandatory event? Do I have to do this? No, no, I'm out. I'm out. Y'all discuss that. Ain't no way I'm going to do a concert. (laughs) Too loud? Too loud, too crowded, too much. I did see they're having a fan event at SEC Media Days. Yeah, we can get on SEC Nation. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're right. they're uh, They're on Broadway, I think. I think I've read in the release today. Yeah. I guess they're doing the uh, the show. Well, my credential so that, that was, was definitely of, interesting. My credential was up in the air. If I wasn't allowed in the building with you all, I was just going to be the one Kentucky fan out there with the Alabama fans. So I might still just do that, just all the fan experience things. No, And Hoover, the Bama people, they, they usually have the ring hats and there's yeah, the an elephant. I, I hope they make the trip to Nashville because that's what I think of when I think of SEC media days. That and luck at going at Nick Saban. Oh, instead of the ring guy? We can give you a UK coal miners helmet, and you can just do the toot whistle every time you. Um, or yeah. you, you know, just dress up like Josh Heupel and find a Bobby costume from King of the Hill. That could work too. So much potential. <laughs> so much potential. Drew Franklin, will this this will be your first SCC Media Days, if I'm not mistaken? It's my very first. I'm nervous. As you all know, it's like a golden ticket getting a credential to this thing. So in the past, I've never wanted to, you know, enter the lottery. It's been in Alabama, not something I've been going out of my way to see. But you're bringing it to Nashville. It's getting pretty close to, to my heart there. So I'm happy to tag along this year, and hopefully you guys will show me the ropes. I know in past, there's been the little, uh, what was it, the cord people are tripping over. 
lamps, mm-hmm. different yep. different side stories have popped up in addition to the football. I'm looking forward to being a part of all that. Drew, is your face still on the stadium, or was that just a COVID thing? I think they took it down, but we can go check. Well, they're they're letting us in the stadium one night. I was going to say that could be a nice little photo op. Oh, that'll be. I didn't know that. They won't get me out of there. I'll I'll take a shovel and just dig up uh, grass to take home. The, uh, the there's the thing about SEC media days that I didn't quite understand early on was that it 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 is a lot about what you hear from the people, right? Like from the the UK folks who are going to be there. Uh, Kentucky's bringing Eli Cox, J.J. Weaver, and Octavius Oxendine. But it's almost as much of a work workers' convention, right? Like, all these professions you have, uh, I don't know, you got your HVAC convention, right? You got your used carsman sales convention, whatever. There, there's conventions all around where you meet people in the industry, you try to network and grow. This is basically our convention to um, – you know, to, to rub elbows with some of the 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 uh, more esteemed colleagues uh, in our industry. Are there any uh, folks in particular that Drew Franklin might fanboy over if he runs into down there in Nashville? <laughs> He's getting his uh, sponsored mug shot in there. I can't figure <laughs> out which way to turn this stupid thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there we go. You gotta go opposite, Freddie. Okay, my bad. There we go. Does a good job of holding a hot tea, honey, and a third ingredient I won't name. Uh, Cheers. And while while Freddie's making the shameless plug for bird dogs, (laughs) bird dogs, you should wear them. You should buy them, and you should use promo code KSR at checkout because you will get this wonderful Yeti style koozie. And what exactly are bird dogs? Well, let me show you because. They are the most fashionable. I, I don't know fashion, uh, but these shorts, they got it going on. Um, and and that's the thing. is I, I found on vacation, I am the old guy that needs new clothes, and Bird Dogs delivered. <laughs> they have shorts and pants. They kind of, like, I, I, when I was trying them on for my wife, she was like, I mean, I like them, but I've just, I've never seen you wear anything like that. And it's like, okay, so this is a good thing. I'm, I'm looking... Looking good, I'm feeling good. And Look at him. Yeah, exactly. Never had that before. Uh, but my favorite part is they come with the built-in liner, Drew, and the the, the comfort there is top notch. Uh, so that's why you should try, check them out today. Birddogs.com/ksr or use the promo code KSR when you visit birddogs.com. You'll get a free. Uh, Yeti mug? What do we call it? What are, I don't know. What do we call this thing? A turvis? Is this a turvis? Uh, mug? Uh, tumbler. Tumbler. That's the word right I was looking I for. So. I could have used I meant some, to say tumbler. I could have used some bird dog britches the other day <laughs> at the gym. I had a really good workout, and I was leaving to go to the office. I had a full day planned, and I forgot underwear. So oh. Hey, that's the no good liner, thing about bird dogs. That could be yep. tricky. Yeah. Another that was an uncomfortable day. <laughs> Another good That's thing about bird, too much do- information. bird dogs, Nick. I was talking to my wife about this. Yeah, sometime in my twenties, I just said golf polo khakis. This is all I'm going to wear for the rest of my life, and I'm not planning <laughs> on going away from it. But the, the uh, some of the bird dog shorts go well with the polo, so you could just you could play golf probably in a pair. You could. Oh yeah. You could. 
you know, two for one. You could probably swim in a pair. Yeah, and get away they with feel that. like swim trunks. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. Listen, they, so, they yeah, didn't pay for an eight-minute ad, but I'll add to. Um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been promoting bird dogs for two years because about right around 2020, I just quit wearing buttons. Like, give me elastic. Yeah. Why are we zipping things? Yeah, My weight I'm fluctuates. Let's all let's you. work. Let's stop fooling each other with with slacks and jeans and dress pants. Elastic. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you. I'm wearing my 1989 UK football pants to media days, so get ready. <laughs> we sound so old, and so washed. Oh, oh. Awesome, I don't know though. if this is uh, bird. I don't know if bird dogs is. This was the uh, target audience they <laughs> yeah. were going for. Maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. When I had to explain to a woman in her young 20s what wash meant, that that it's like, yeah, I'm just some old wash guy. She's like, wash? What's wash? Ooh, that was. What is it? Uh, bathe daily. <laughs> <laughs> what is wash? Uh, you're, just, you're washed, washed up. up. Yeah, oh, you're washed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Alabama football. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Bobby so, Petrino. All right. Well, that's. Can we get Jimbo to stay at home, or get Jimbo to bring Bobby? Can we? Can we do a little twofer? You know, I was doing my days? I was doing my pre-writing, and I'm, I'm, you know, about all fourteen teams, and noticed that have you have you all really studied the staff at Texas A and M of some of the it's characters? Wild. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's people give that enough play, but I can't remember the names, but I know that they all have uh, issues in the past. Just because what Adam, you I guarantee you know the names. DJ Durkin, head coach of Maryland, fired from player mm-hmm. abuse. Steve Adazio, Boston College, Colorado State. There was some Colorado State sketch, stuff was catchy, weird. sketchy stuff going on in Fort Collins. Bobby Petrino, no explanation needed. And on down the line, Damian Craig's another guy's been all over the place. Uh, yeah, we and need Jimbo Fisher leading the crew. But yeah, the only thing yeah. they're missing is the Texas assistant that had the monkey who stole or who. What was that? He beat up his stripper wife or something like that? Jeff Banks, yeah. he's at Texas. Yeah. He's still at Texas? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes if, if coaches or players, you have some quote-unquote bad guys on the staff or on the team, normally that fa- fan base embraces the, the bad boy image, right? Mm-hmm. Texas A&M are the nicest fans in the history of fans. They're, that is the place to go if you've never traveled in the SEC. And it's just kind of ironic that – with that level of hospitality and that level of niceness that I experienced it in in Tex- at Texas A and M, that they have these characters on their coaching staff, it just doesn't make much sense to me. It, Texas A and M is going to be one of the more talked about teams because of their coaching staff, and also, um, I mean, they still have a lot of talent, right? In spite of, in spite yeah. of their you know, lack of record or whatever it might be that they got some dudes still yeah so uh, they're going to be a popular pick to be second or third in the west um which which one of those teams that's going to get a lot of buzz do we think is going to be the most overrated like it you got one in mind i'm kind of fascinated by lsu this year i think they caught a lot of people by surprise I don't know if they're maybe as – I think there's a lot of, like, national title talk. There's going to be a lot of LSU to win the West buzz. 
Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet. Harold Perkins is awesome. Jaden Daniels had a great year last year. Malik Neighbors is one of the better receivers in the conference. They got two young tackles that are both the real deal. But I don't know if I would put their roster necessarily up there with Bama and Georgia. And so I don't know if – and the schedule's tough. They get Florida State in the non-con. You know, this is the same team that lost to A&M, like, to end the season last year. And they turned around and boat raced Purdue in the bowl game after being competitive for a large chunk of that championship game against Georgia. Like, I think they're good, but I think there's going to be, like, SEC title and college football playoff maybe talk for LSU. I don't know if I'm ready to be there yet. I could – you know, I think if they went nine and three, I think that would be a big disappointment for a lot of people, and I think I'm, I would probably project them as that. The um, I, I I like where your head's at, Luckett, um, because that, especially because Jaden Daniels is going to be probably yeah. first team All SEC quarterback, and if he isn't as is like he the he best quarterback on the team? I think it's a fair question. Mm-hmm. I think that Nussmeier is pretty damn good. Uh, Garrett Nussmeier, or yeah, Garrett Nussmeier. So mm-hmm. he's got a kind of tricky quarterback situation. I think they're going to try to play two early in the year. So that's out there for sure. Uh, I, my, the team that I think is just going to, I mean, it's going to be insufferable, especially because we're going to be in Nashville. But Joe Milton might be crowned God of the universe by the time the week is over. We're going to hear about how great Tennessee is. I think they have a win total of nine and a half. And Drew, all it takes is for me to see, like, watch that replay of Joe Milton throwing the football in his seventh row to be like, you all think this guy is going to be the answer to all of your problems, even though you just lost two. I mean, the receivers they lost. I mean, they have some stuff there, but Drew, I just, I cannot. I know it's some, some of it is my own personal bias, but I just can't, I can't be led to believe that Tennessee is somehow going to be better than they were after losing all that talent a year ago. I completely agree. I, I was at a Tennessee Vols watch party because I believe he debuted on like a Thursday or a random time. Whenever Kentucky wasn't playing, we were off week zero or mm-hmm. something. Pittsburgh, West Virginia, whoever they were playing. And he Ball was, State. Yeah. Oh, Ball State, way off. But he yeah. was throwing it out of the stadium. Now, he was throwing it very, very far. Not as, No human should throw it as far as he was throwing it. But he was not hitting his mark at all, and they made a QB change, and that went well. And now I feel like they've talked themselves back into to that Joe Milton. I know there's been time and he can correct accuracy issues, but the one full game I've seen of him a year ago, I mean, people were ducking in the parking lot when he was throwing the football. So I, I have a hard time believing that he can, you know, be a step up or even what Hooker was a year ago. Yeah. Well, he got the and, bowl, bowl game bump. I mean, right. it wouldn't they, be Clemson. Be... He started. Mm-hmm. He, he, he played well in that game. I mean, he's getting the bowl game bump and – Tennessee, I don't know, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but they're the flavor of the month. They're really hot right now. And yeah, so can they no, continue right. that trajectory, or was it – you know, what we're going to find out with them this year, how much of that was Hidden Hooker, was just the Hidden Hooker show. Like, they just got mm-hmm. lightning in a bottle with him. They got a big break um, because he what Josh Heupel didn't even want him to be the quarterback. You know, you caught a break, and then how much of it was that? Or, Nick, do we – you know, does Milton stink? And it's the volleyball player, volleyball player time. In Knoxville. <laughs> Will they get a Nashville bump at SEC Media Days? Like, is there a home cooking at Media Days? Well, they're on Thursday, which will help. Because if they were on Tuesday, that would be a lot. So that yeah. their last day, that'll that'll help stymie the buzz a little bit. 
So we are you all staying for the South Carolina championship parade at the end of media days? You're all staying for the South Carolina parade when they uh, do the confetti and yeah. found them summer champions? Yeah, that that's my team, and it's not because I normally pick South Carolina as the most overrated team that we're going to hear about at media. Carolina got some serious breaks last year to get to that record. Played Kentucky and Tennessee without their starting quarterbacks. Played Clemson when uh, – well, I can't pronounce his name. DJ. Uh, yeah, DJU. Was, was horrible. I, I just don't uh, – I think if if Kentucky would have had Levis, had a better chance to win. And obviously, if Hooker was playing for Tennessee, that's two wins you, you could take away right there. So, uh, I think that uh, the South Carolina coach, what's his name? Uh, 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 Beamer? Yeah, Beamer. Um, I think he, he's been very fortunate with some of the games the teams have won because of playing against backup quarterbacks or this situation, that situation. South Auburn Carolina last year all too. Great too. Yeah, Auburn last year. So that's three. I mean, that that's my – they could have very easily been five and seven instead of whatever they were. So I, South Carolina's mine. Since Beamer in South Carolina got a year out of that sunglasses video, I mean, we're getting TikToks in Nashville. I mean, are, can we be in the background of one while he's doing it? Yeah. You know he's going to play up the corny whatever that was. Just keep him away. Get, get him away. <laughs> Just keep, oh, man. Go on down the road. Um, I will say with Beamer, like, you know, he's not my favorite. I think I've made that known. Uh, but he gets those dudes to play hard. I think that's – and, Freddie, you know this. Like, their special teams, like, won on three games last year. Uh, the Notre Dame game probably is a blowout if it's not for special teams in the bowl game. That just their their special teams has just been phenomenal uh, for them, and that's had a lot. Of, that has a lot to do. But can you like? But can you play at that elite level there a couple years in a row? I don't know if you can. So they have some regression to the mean there that could hurt them. And schedule, you know, you get Clemson in a kind of a revenge spot for Clemson this year. You open with North Carolina in a neutral. North Carolina's got maybe the number one pick in the draft, if not number. Probably number two in Drake May, and so the schedule's just the schedule's tougher for them. And you get they have to go to A and M this year. So does that? How does that change? I could definitely see, like to me they could go six and six and potentially be a better team next year or this year. And you talked about special teams in third phase. I mean, look what Kentucky's done bringing in a new right. coordinator and just cleaning house. And you know I'm hearing there's actually there's a not only a new coordinator, new players at different positions, but they're you're going to see more starters this year from Kentucky on special teams and, and, and Barry Brown be the most dynamic returner in the conference. So uh, Mark Stoops saw that last year, especially uh, the field goal PAT team. I watched a, a couple games here yesterday and just the, you know, how badly that hurt Kentucky. You can't put all that on Ruffalo. That was a snap, the hold, the blocking, everything was bad. So Mark Stoops, just like he recognized he had to make a change in an offense, he did that with special teams, and you have to give him credit for that. I'm looking for the third phase to be much improved for Kentucky. You can win ball games in the in, on special teams. Just look at South Carolina. South Carolina's not good at special teams. South Carolina's great at special teams, mm-hmm. and I don't use that term lightly at all about anything. But but uh, uh, Beamer has done really well in the third phase, and he has won. Uh, the the hidden yardage and he has won with hidden points and Kentucky needs to do that because the, the margin of wins and losses in the Southeastern Conference is minuscule and all three phases have to be uh, operating at a high level in order to win in the conference for sure. 
we got some fun comments in the chat. And straight back says he's already calling a win over Tennessee this year. Mark it down. Um, and Julian Mitchell pointed out, too, that Tennessee's defense was non-existent in that game against South Carolina. And, uh, you know, I may not be a warrior fighting against every South Carolina good take this year, but you can't be putting Spencer Rattler among the best quarterbacks in the SEC because his numbers are horrific. They, Depends they, what game you watched. Yeah. If you I mean, watch him he against had, Tennessee, you might think he's going to be the best quarterback in conference. If you watch him against anyone else, yeah, you're going to be fading. I mean, it was very, he was very pedestrian. Uh, and that is another thing, too, that's interesting about this year is we had so much star power at the quarterback position going into SEC media days. This year, it's kind of a hodgepodge, right? Instead of Georgia and Alabama returning star, a Heisman Trophy winner and a national champion, there's quarterback competitions there. That's going to be a big point of discussion. I mentioned Jane Daniels is back. I think Will Rogers would have gotten a, a ton of love as a potential first or second teamer, but the air raid's not happening anymore. So uh, the the kind of the void there, now you've got insert Devin Leary. How does he project into there? I'm not exactly sure, especially with him not being there. Um, you know, this is an event that it, Kentucky kind of sees it as a reward. Um, and look, you've pointed out quite a bit, like you just don't, don't really bring transfers there. So I'm wondering if he's even going to get a bump just because Johnny come lately is going to forget that he even plays for Kentucky because he didn't show up to SEC media days. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see where, where every, all the talking heads fall in line um, with, with the, the quarterback position um, as we go into the season, because, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if, if Leary was one of the two or three best by, by the season's end. I think we you should have to take the, a test before we vote at media days. Because I, I guarantee you there's some fans that are media there, supposedly media. I mean, I, I just put very little. Once I've experienced media days for the first time myself, uh, my trust in media day polls or, or predictions was flushed down the toilet. So we have to, you have to remember that if you're watching this. The voters at media days, you could have – I mean, you're not going to have, uh, uh, you know, the most expert analysis and projection. So just keep that in Except mind. Except for us. Except, Except for us. That's right. Yeah. 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 Just keep how that about we? How about we actually build a real football team instead of having four tackles, one center, <laughs> yeah. uh, five um, outside linebackers, <laughs> yeah. one defensive tackle um, on those teams. Um, <laughs> Nick knows, like, every time I get that ballot, I just like, this is – what are we it's doing crazy. here? This is yeah. not real football. I feel like a, right. I feel like a crazy person. But yeah, the, oh. the, the the teams are hard. I mean, they're hard to build because of that. Because they have the the how they set it up with the ballot. It's like you know who you put where. Then you end up with four cornerbacks on a team, and mm-hmm. all, you look at all SEC teams. You're like, this doesn't make any sense. Nick, we uh, we kind of glossed over the three they are sending. Um, what did you think of we those did. picks? I know we were all a little surprised. It was a good point, as you just said, about Leary being a transfer. And then I, I kind of thought there'd be Kenneth Horsey, but he did it last year. That might be a repeat thing. But kind of three names I think a lot of people probably didn't have written down if we were all guessing before they announced it. Eli Cox I get from a – I mean, he. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in journalism school at UK. Like, he's very interested in doing media. Um and is really good at talking. He gives very thoughtful answers. So that that one I could have 
I could have figured it out. Um, and JJ, JJ Weaver makes sense too because of the potential pop you could see from him. If he's able to starter. put together. Right. I mean, you know, he's he's been a very good football player, uh, and you're 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 hoping to see him show his best work yet this season. He's going to be the most entertaining, I think, by far. Ox was a, a little bit of a surprise though because he was uh, underwhelming last year. I think some of it had to do with that injury and the weight loss. Uh, but if anything, it might tell me that they do have high expectations for him uh, this season, and that he's well thought of in that locker room. Because I don't, I don't think they'd send somebody that they they didn't, you know, I don't want to say approve of, but think highly of in that locker room. Have y'all well, seen it's not JJ a time to Weaver? Or let somebody debut? It's not a time to roll out no. somebody just to figure it out. <laughs> have y'all seen JJ Weaver lately? I have not. I no no right. <laughs> Looking he, good. He has hit the weight room and the nutrition room. Uh, it it is uh, it is obvious the strength and weight gain that he he's gone through from during the off season. So uh, he looks every bit the part of a of a future NFL edge rusher. I mean, he is he's filled out, uh, and you know he's got the athletic ability, the speed. But man, he uh, he looks more much more powerful. You know, from the eyes, I mean, I, I've not watched him bench press and power clean or anything, but uh, he, he looks like a different player. You know, we, you, if you're watching, you hear us say sometimes he looks like a different player this year or whatever, but J.J. Weaver does have the appearance of a different player from what he did uh, last year and obviously the year before that. Paycheck well, here, if, I think, for J.J. <clears throat> if, if you want to see him in person, too, um, J.J. and Oxendine and Jordan love it, so – um, two North Harden guys in Weaver. They're actually doing a camp this weekend, Saturday, July 15th, 9.30 to 1 p.m. Shameless plug. It's it's one of their nil opportunities, right? They're using uh, a little camp, 9.30 to 1 p.m., 60 bucks. Your kids can camp with the Wildcats in Radcliffe at Dooley Park. Um, there's information uh, on KentuckySportsRadio.com. Um, you can also find it on JJ's, all of his social media accounts or um, – Where's the other one I had it at? Uh, there's a website, too. But you can find it. Google's pretty easy to do. Just search their names, and you can go have your kids hang out with them. Nice little nil opportunity. So shameless plug for for the boys in blue, um, which I guess we should plug what we're going to do. Right? Doesn't that seem like we're going we're gonna to do a lot of stuff? Um, Lots of stuff. All of the stuff and things, <laughs> which includes a daily show right here on the YouTube's. I can't promise a specific time because some days things kind of wrap sooner than others. Some days it's a little bit later than others. I would guess it would be in the 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time range. Um, I de- it'll probably be a little bit later on Wednesday because that's UK day and they're in the afternoon around 1 o'clock. Um, <clears throat> so that's right. UK is going to be on Wednesday. Um, they're sharing a day with Alabama. Of course, Nick Saban's going to kick things off at 9 a.m. Uh, Lucky, what question you got for uh, old Nick this year? Uh, it's, it's, I don't, you want me to ask him if this is the final year? So, <laughs> are, you, are you retiring, old man? Please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to. I'm still doing my final little bit of research. Not gonna lie, the little two week vacation has put me behind the eight ball a little bit. Uh, so I don't know. I'll, I'll, but I'll come up with something. Don't you worry. We- we got a week to catch up. Uh, but in addition to the daily shows, 
uh, as well. Freddie is going to have previews on every single team at SEC Media Days. Um, I'm, I'm actually curious to hear your Vanderbilt preview because I think they'll get a bump being the hometown team and having uh, a better-than-expected season in year two for Corkley. Um, so Freddie's going to have that. We'll obviously have all uh, some sort of goofy stuff um, cooked up. We'll be chatting with other reporters from around you know, the SEC network. I know uh, SEC Mike, we got to bust his chops a little bit because I'm sure he's cooking up some hot takes uh, in his take machine. Uh, and we're also going to be providing lots of behind-the-scenes content at KSR Plus, which starting tomorrow, July 11th, I believe it's through the 15th, Drew, we've got a flash sale. So this quick period, you've got SEC Media Days, you got that basketball team playing, the Global Gym Purple, Purple Cobras in Canada. Lots <laughs> of stuff happening on KS Board, KSR Plus. Starting Wednesday, we're having a four- or five-day flash sale. Subscribe now. Get on. Hop on the bandwagon um, because that's where we can have a lot of fun and maybe share some stories from the hotel bar on Wednesday night because that's when things get a little uh, – it got a little out of hand last year, uh, especially once <laughs> T-Bob showed up. Um, that dude – I, I feel like T-Bob. He's called T-Bob for a reason. He yeah. he earned that moniker. I'm excited. Drew. We might just go live so late heard. at night. We might just accidentally hit the live button late at night and say, oops, we're on. Uh-oh. Whoops. I didn't know it's and, one in the morning. Whoops. And, and I have hats for everyone, too. Hats. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm hats. hyped for the Kroger hats. Oh, can we say who we're, is sponsoring a lot of our content in Nashville? I think Nick just yes. let the cat out of the bag. Kroger. Kroger, yeah. yes, we partnered with Kroger for high school football for three years now, and now uh, they're going with me to SEC Media Days, and I'm excited about that. And I know Drew is, and uh, I got some Kroger hats for us. Nice. Man. I'm gonna Maybe wear it while I shop in my Kroger and hope that somebody asks me where something <laughs> is because I'm in that place so much, I feel like I know where everything you, is. I, do, have you ever noticed when you ask somebody at Kroger where something is, they're not allowed to point or they don't point? They have, they, spoke, they walk you to where your the, the item is? Service. Service. Yeah, and we're called what? courtesy clerks. We're not baggers. We're not cash. We're courtesy clerks. Have you seen the new thing where you, you scan it and you stick it on the, the little slider thing? And it, like, like it's a like a U-scan. Scan. Yeah, it, it came out it, in about 2000. Well, they've got a new <laughs> one, though, Drew, where it has, you put it on he the He had belt. his sunglasses on and he couldn't see. <laughs> and his, and his <laughs> knee-high socks and, and, and these loafers is what he had on. But that, okay. they, Freddie, they, I can smell those through YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to the beach with me. Sorry, Nick. Uh, um, I got distracted, but, uh, drew one, one group of folks that we're definitely going to have to uh, meet up with the Arkansas radio guys. Yeah. They, um, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. They get after it. They have a good time. Uh, we'll see if so, they can keep up. It'll be good to, <laughs> I've always wondered when we play the hard teams at these media events. So it's drew, are you, are you going to hit Nashville <laughs> outside of the uh, purview of media days and KSR house? Freddie, I got one speed. Now, I, there's, a, there's a line. I, I, I haven't lost a step. I just look before I take one. So I'm a little more cautious. I'll be in much earlier. But, yes, I will be uh, be taking a part in all the extracurriculars as well. 
Well, I mean, that's why I had to go on a bachelor party last week, and it, it was the the prep for yeah. what we're what's about to, to happen. Um, but Speaking of what's about to happen, real quick, Nick, I gotta I gotta drop listicuffs coming up in like an hour on our current yeah. YouTube, so everyone go eat dinner and come right back. I don't want to leave yes. without us shouting that out, episode two, as we're doing our little housekeeping notes. The cuffs coming up. I don't know. think my, got? It's my opponent has not been confirmed yet, but he may or may not have just been. Uh, uh, he just may or may not just be a new Kentucky Hall of Famer. Ooh, Rajon Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Oh the, man, the one that'll be Hall exciting. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Can, Hope it works can, out. Freddie, can you please just, uh, you know, as we're starting to wrap up, can you just give a second to shout out your boy Christian Alton? Yeah, I can. Because I, I know how that. hyped you were. Yeah. To, it felt like it was never going to happen there for a while, and I was so yeah. happy when for you and all your buds when you found out that he was getting yeah. in the UK Hall of Fame. Well, a little little background with that is is we felt we being the former players that go back, Christian Alton, no brainer Hall of Famer. Uh, he should be an all an SEC Hall of Famer. 482 tackles, Adam. That's like you have to average over 120 tackles per year for four years to reach that. I don't think anybody will ever reach that again. Less and, games too. Yeah, less games. I'm gonna play 11 games. Uh, but yeah, I, I have been I have been promoting Chris uh, to be in the Hall of Fame because I thought that was the right thing to do. And the term teammate for me is is an eternal. Uh, thing that I take with me, I take it very serious, and, and I just wanted to defend my and promote my teammate Christian Alt. He is uh, he's a he's a he's a retired Kentucky State Trooper, very active in the community. You can find him behind the grill at the K Club before and after games. Just an all around great guy and, and a great player. Just put it this way: the linebackers that have went in, and I'm not saying anything about those that went in before because they're very deserving. Uh, but what are some linebackers that went in before? Uh, Wesley Woodyard, uh, what was the other one that played for the Bears? Trevathan. Danny Trevathan. Yeah, Danny Trevathan. They all had 300-ish tackles. Chris had 482. I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. So uh, I'm just very happy that UK uh, finally righted the wrong and put him in the Hall of Fame. And I can tell you this, that the former – he is extremely popular with the former players – and that night that the news broke, I mean, our, my phone was just blowing up. Uh, players, former cats, that were excited, proud that somebody from our era was actually recognized, and also the fact that Christian Nall was rightly inducted or going to be inducted in the in the UK Athletics Hall of Fame. Very proud of my friend. Well deserved. Yeah, very very well. Do we know deserved. what Do we know what game that is? Hall of Fame weekend. Florida. Florida. Yeah, awesome, yeah, awesome weekend for it. Yeah, and, and I will say this also for those that are interested, you know, like me, I'm, I get fascinated with the behind-the-scenes stuff and seeing former players, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, whatever. There will be a bunch, a bunch of former Wildcats come in for that, you know, around my age, older, younger, but that know Chris, and it's going to be a nice uh, nice celebration for him. Chris is a, is a giver, so we're going to have to convince him not to be on the grill that night let us – cook for him and his family and and you know knowing chris like i do it, it, it's hard for him to grasp because he's the funniest guy i've ever met one two you know it, it's weird for him just to sit back and be honored 
So it's going to be fun to watch how uncomfortable he is that day because I'm going to make so much fun of him. Oh, man. Well, it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Um, we're happy to be back on here hanging out with you all, and we're going to be doing a lot more of that next week. Uh, Lucky and I will have a little more uh, catch-up to do on 11 personnel shooting for this Wednesday. A lot of new football recruiting additions. Um, there's also more SEC Media Days prep. So Y'all been, been doing a really good job with that. I have to point that out, Nick and Adam. Y'all have crushed recruiting. And Jack and Zach and Jacob, but but mm-hmm. seriously, thank thank you for doing that because I don't have time. You know, I do something else for KSR that a lot of folks mm-hmm. don't know that I do that takes up a lot of my time. So it's great to to catch up, and you all do a tremendous tremendous job. Thank you. Well, thank you for that, Freddie. It's very yeah. much a team effort. But now it's yeah. now it's this is why we this now it's go time. This is why we do what we do. This is why we love the sport. It's for now. What do you say, Adam? This isn't a hobby or something like that? This ain't a hobby. Yeah. This this encapsulates my life in a lot of ways. Some probably too much, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. But but we do it for now. Now is the time we do it. From here until until really Thanksgiving. I mean, heck, now it's until middle of January. Yeah. You know, it's full Mm -hmm. stop, 100% full go, and it's going to – they're Kentucky. I don't. They're gonna be kind of like for me. The media days. A lot of it's gonna. A big talking point. I think it's gonna be kind of an improved middle class. I think yeah. there's a lot of teams in Kentucky's boat that are thinking that if things come together, they can go get nine, ten wins. Yeah. And everyone's chasing the two big dogs, Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, Kentucky's right there, and if some things go their way, they can have a big season. And so optimism is high. I don't think it's just around Kentucky. I think it's gonna be a lot of teams in the league. And that could create a really fun season, I think. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky's I, in a good spot, I think, if things hit on offense specifically. Uh, I think some good things can happen. You know, Adam, you're, you're definitely right. Even with Missouri, the administration gives your, your y'all's guy, Eli Drinkwitz, a 50% raise and a two-year extension because the thinking – and I talked to some folks. The thinking there is they lost four games by an average of four points that could have gone either way. That includes Georgia is one of them. Kentucky, I can't remember the other ones, but four SEC games by an average of four points that could have gone either way. So just like South Carolina caught teams with backup quarterbacks, they could have dropped those three. Missouri could have added three wins there and would be talking about them in a different light. That's how, again, that's how hard it is to win in the league, and that's what makes SEC football the best sport in America. Yeah, had Auburn dead to rights. Yeah, somehow Gosh, found a way to they lose blew that. that. Game. Wow. Oh man, which Auburn? We're gonna get our first taste of Hugh Freeze at SEC Media Day, so that's that'll be a doozy. Who uh, who has the longest monologue this year? I'm going with Jimbo because I think Clark he's, Lee. he's up there. Yeah, but Jimbo's just gonna want. He talks so fast though, Adam. I, I mean, I can't yeah. keep up with it. I'm gonna go Clark Lee longest dialogue. The, who okay? Let's do this before we get off. Who is the most? Who's the coach that you most look forward to hear, and the coach that you dread the most, Drew? Uh, I probably, I want to say Beamer with the dread, just because as we said, it's everything South Carolina has done to this point is perfect. Their recruiting class is perfect. They're set up to be perfect. He's perfect. So probably him. I'm most looking forward to honestly, it's a. 
it's an easy answer. Just like Saban, I've never done this before. I've never even oh, been around man. Nick Saban. I hear he's like two feet tall. I just yeah. I want to see the little fella. <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you, it, it's noticeable, it will, Drew. It will surprise you, yeah. yeah. You, yes. Can I tell – I know we're leaving. Someone just told me a great Nick Saban story the other day, and I won't say their name so I can tell the story, but I guess he's not the most personal person in the world. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. And they were like, you know, I met Nick Saban, and I was so excited to meet him, and I shook my hand and, you know, hi, and he said hi, and it's like he didn't know what else to say, and he just turned and walked straight into a wall. Like, he was like robotic. <laughs> and that's I, – I know I'm not going to get to meet him personally, but I'm just so excited to be in the same place as him just to see how this – Did he have sunglasses on? Could he see no, inside? It was, very, it was a very natural handshake and hello, and it's like he didn't know what to do next and just turned and walked into a wall and just walked away. So I'm I'm ready for that, Nick. Oh, you'll be able to feel the the Saban energy in the room too. It cranks it up a yeah. notch. Um, the energy I hate is all of the journalists laughing and Eli Drinkwitz's joke. Like <laughs> yes, his bull crap, yes, I'm they, right there they, with you. They drink it up. I mean, they really <laughs> no do. pun it's intended, just, right? It's like, come on, people, you're falling for this. He's gonna have some prepared, and it's gonna be bad. So that's that's the that's the one that I just I can't take. Yeah, for me up top, I'd say it's two pretty close. Kiffin, it's all you're always going to get some entertaining out of him. Yeah, Kiffin's fun. Yeah, and then Sam Pittman, big fan of him. He he always has a good joke or two. Uh, and then like like I'm right there with Nick the Drinkowitz, like the prepared jokes he has. They're so bad. Are very bad. And bad people jokes. laugh. Stop laughing at him. You're encouraging him. You're encouraging mm-hmm. bad behavior. And so oh, I would man. say that, that would I would say those those two. Um, I think we're going to hear process from Billy Napier about seventy eight times. For me, yeah, you're for me the least is uh, has to be Clark Lee because that's like that's like watching an Army leadership video for thirty <laughs> minutes. It's just regurgitated stuff that he's read out of a book or somebody's briefed him on the principles of leadership. You know, I, I, just, I, I respect Clark Lee. I think he's done yeah. a tremendous job, but it's seriously, it's like a leadership seminar that I don't really need anymore. I leave. I have to leave one, and she's in her room right now, and, and a dog and a cat. Also, uh, he he the words he uses too. Uh, yes. he gets some big words out. There. I have to write down twelve words. I need a dictionary. All right, yeah, what did no. he say? Yeah, yeah he, it. you you went to Vanderbilt, dude. You're smart. <laughs> right, come on, smart guy. Talk football too. You know, last year I gave him a nickname that I don't know if I shared with you guys or not. I can't remember last year, but he is the right click coach. You know, when you see a fancy word. And you right click on yeah, it, and you go yeah. down synonyms, and <laughs> to me, he's right click. Uh, yeah. The one I'm looking forward to seeing the most, Sam Pittman, because I love the way he says cold beer. You know, it's one word, cold beer. It's not cold beer. It's I'm gonna have me a good old cold beer after this. I love Sam Pittman. Love what he's done at Arkansas. His personality's great. If there's ever been a coach that was born to coach at Arkansas, it's Sam Pittman. But to be quite honest with you, and I'm not sucking up here, Mark Stoops. I love Mark at that at that platform because, you know, to me, Mark portrays the program as he uh, as it is tough, really no nonsense. He tells you like it is, and let's move on to the next thing, go back to work. So, uh, but and, Sam Pittman, yeah, and I can't, I can't, I can't do Clark Lee. Stoops will have a couple, and usually every time where, like, it, they asked him about the schedule, and he was pretty much like. No, I don't want to play that damn schedule. I want an eight. I don't want. I don't want a nine. 
And so he does, I think he does have, you know, he tries to toe that line, but he will go one side or the other usually once or twice and give a pretty good answer. Other than than the Pro Jays. Other than the Pro Jays, and we know who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, any other media ask Kirby Smart the tough questions that came yeah. from that article? This one is another thing that I'm intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll it'll just be the pro Jays, and ho- yeah. but I think they'll be persistent though. Um, like they'll show up in droves for that thing, just to yeah. kind of like Pete Thamel showing up. Kyle Tucker, be all over, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, we're we're excited to get down there to talk more. Well, Famous, you know, he's ESPN now. He might not be able to yeah. ask that. That's true. Well, I guess that's 40, your time, Luckett. Short... <laughs> so, Kirby, what, when did you turn into Dom? <laughs> are you Dom Toretto? What's going on down there? You know, are we going to Brazil? Are we going to have a race? Yeah. I got an idea. Your... Let's ask right click about the Georgia situation and see what words we got out of it. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my top storyline though, Freddie. Was yeah. the Georgia's the right like yeah, in all seriousness, is, yeah. The, this and then Saban on the QBs and then twelve team playoff and what does Sankey say about the nine game schedule? Yeah, another question I have is is what was uh, Jimbo's thinking with that staff? I mean, seriously, I. I mean, oh, you can look at it two ways. He's either so secure in his job that he says I can hire whoever the heck I want to hire, or he sees desperation, even though with a. Eighty-three million dollar buyout with all that oil money—that's that's that's fifteen cents to me and you. So, you know, I I I, I don't get the staff construction at Texas A&M. It's really really percolating in my mind. Yeah, Nick, don't you miss the uh, time old tradition of trying to finish a KSR football podcast? It really brings me back. It really <laughs> does. It's like the old days. Um, we had, <laughs> we had forty-five minutes onto the end uh, with Jared <laughs> back in the day. It was great. It was great. It was great hearing that old replay too of the show with Jared from four or five years ago, or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. During during uh, Fourth of July holiday weekend, but it's been great hanging out with you all. We can't wait to get down to Nashville, rocking our bird dogs at SEC Media Days and our Kroger hats. Birddogs.com/slash/ksr is the link. And as always, big shout out to our friends at Justice Dental for sponsoring the KSR Football Podcast. For Adam Luck and Freddie Mac, Drew Franklin, Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Kroger.